Welcome to Generations, a middle distance podcast. That's the new name for what used to be known as the middle of medicine. But hey, we're not calling it that anymore, so we can talk about whatever the heck we want. I'm one of your hosts, Peter. And I'm your other host, Aubrey. So Aubrey, how are you? I am good. (laughs) I'm busy. How is the new semester of school and especially the first semester of the new major treating you so far um well you know it's good it is good but it is like twice as busy in terms of how long i'm on campus for than it was last semester oh really that's a long time (laughs) yeah because last semester i had a couple classes online and that was a very bad idea so I only had a few classes in person Mm. actually on campus it'd be like one maybe two a day and now I have three sometimes four a day so (laughs) I am on campus every day for at least from like four to eight hours is (laughs) is the uh general range (laughs) so see this is where i get to break out the old man yelling at the sky thing and i'm like (laughs) back in my day there weren't any online classes (laughs) yeah i mean you know for me it was like five days a week six eight ten hours a day you know get up there go to class go to work go to class go to work go to class go to work go home Yep. So it's, it's busy. It's good. I, it's a lot of physics. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I hope that's not a surprise. (laughs) This isn't like a, you're like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Why am I taking so much physics (laughs) when I have a physics major? Yeah, it's a lot of physics. So, but you know, it's good because it's kind of honing in. Everything is kind of connecting. It's not quite to the point where everything is connecting yet, but it's to the point where I'm like, oh, I did this in this class, and I'm doing this in this class, and now I can use this in this class too. Like, you know, the connections are getting there because I'm in differential equations class for math, and we use lots of like physics equations, like acceleration, velocity, all that stuff. Yep. Physics and math are very, very intertwined, so they do not stray far from each other. <laughs> they are true. basically one and the same. <laughs> so it's it's good. It's a lot of physics. I'm always thinking about physics and dreaming in physics and breathing in physics, but okay. it's good. I'm excited, and I like it. That's it's important. the good thing. <laughs> because last semester... When I was taking OCHEM or any of my chemistry classes for the like in the last year, I just hated. I just hated it, and I was trying so hard to like it because I thought I had to, and I was trying so hard to be like it's interesting, but it was really really hard for me, and I just really didn't enjoy it. Yeah. But now, I am in classes that I genuinely enjoy and understand mostly. So nice. yeah. It's looking up. <laughs> Very good. That's, I mean, that's all we could ask for, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Excellent. But how are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. That is not. Um... Whatever. 
not very enthusiastic <laughs> response. <laughs> well, you know, work is is work. Um, there was a there was a urologist who had expressed interest in coming and interviewing. He, he was thinking about getting again kind of closer to Utah, but maybe not in Utah. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him a couple months ago, and I hadn't uh, I hadn't consciously put a whole lot of hope into that as being a potential thing of me, you know, getting a partner again. At least I didn't think I had until I found out on Monday that they've just decided to go to Utah and they're not even coming to interview or anything. And, um, not gonna lie. I heard this during lunch at a little meeting we were having. And before I could go and see my afternoon patients, I just had to sit in my office for about five minutes and make sure that I wasn't visibly crying when I left my office. Um, so that was a bit of a, a a bummer. Um, you know, we're working on getting another APP for me. My PA will be going out on three months maternity leave early April. And, uh, that means I'm gonna be alone, completely alone. And so we've got a couple, I, I did phone interviews with a couple NPs last week and, you know, they seem decent. So we're hoping to get them out here for an interview. But realistically, by the time we get them here, we interview, we make an offer, there's back and forth. And best case scenario, they take, they accept the offer, they take the job. Then we've got to get them credentialed here uh, and make sure that we've got Idaho licensed DEA. Um, I mean, you know, board of pharmacy, all that stuff. And so it's probably four or five, six months. So uh, that means that I will, those three months that my PA is is out uh, on maternity, I will be completely alone, which is fine, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) You know, when it happened last time, when I lost my my very first partner, um, we we got a, a, a nurse practitioner in right there really quick. So at the very least, I had help with her. Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, I, I say, tell people I've been alone about seven of the six, uh, excuse me, the 11 and a half or the almost 11, 10 and a half years I've been here. Um, but I always, even when I was alone, I still had at least one, if not two APPs working with me. Yeah. So this, you know, it, I'm kind of looking at this and going, Oh, well, this will be interesting. We'll see if how I handle being completely alone for a few months. Yeah, that'll be very stressful. I'm sorry yeah. about that. That's okay. It is what it is. Oofy doof. But other than that, you know, hanging in there, um, trying to survive and trying to not go crazy and so, so tired of <laughs> stupid freaking nightmares that just make me sleep like garbage. So oh. but that's okay. The worst. You know. Well, today we kind of thought we would take it, we'd go a little lighter. And, and now with the rebranding of the podcast, as as mentioned, we can talk about whatever we want because, mm-hmm. look, we're just generations of Joneses here talking. And yeah. so, um, Aubrey, you came up with an idea for us. Do you want to mention it and tell us what uh, we're going to chat about for a few minutes? Sure. I just had a thought, just like a little casual topic of... 
things that we are doing, have done, pastimes, hobbies to make us not go insane while whilst in school. <laughs> or after I, school. I mean, after school. I'll be right honest, now. it probably makes more sense for me to talk about now than it does for me to try and remember what I was doing 20 plus years ago. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because we're both busy. We both have demanding things that are happening in our lives hopefully we are both doing things to fill our emotional buckets <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know we'll see i guess <laughs> so well so what are you doing i know you know school's busy you're working um how do you keep saying what are you doing to to enjoy yourself well my first and most um prominent thing and I know you do this as well is exercise Mm -hmm. that is my number one everyday thing that I do to keep sane that's something I've always kept in my routine and I've been really really enjoying getting into it in the last like year and a half getting into going to the gym and lifting weights and stuff um I've been really enjoying it mentally and emotionally and physically, so it's been great. But I know you have been lifting as well, like consistently, pro- I think like more than a year than I have. I can't remember how long it's been now for you. Do you um, remember? It's been about three years. Yeah, yeah. I started after I stopped dancing. <laughs> well, so I was going to ask you about that. Tell us a little bit. Because you've always obviously been very active. You've danced for years and years. But you've made this transition into being active in a different way. And what is it uh, about lifting weights that that has captured your attention? Hmm. Well, when I was in dance, it was... We were very active. I was strong. I was, like, athletic. But... I was constantly uh, being either hated on or hated my body type all the time. (laughs) I, you know, in ballet studios, there's mirrors across everywhere. And I have always been skinny, like my whole life. But I was the, quote, biggest girl in my entire dance class. Uh That'll mess with your head. Can I just interject and say, I do not have words to adequately describe how angry the toxic body shaming in dance is. So bad. It's so bad. If my kids, if I have kids who want to dance, I will love them and support them. But please, I really, really want to have them do something else. (laughs) Well, I'll be honest. One of the reasons... You know, obviously we wanted to support you and it was something right. that for many years up until I think the end, you really truly did love. And then it became, yeah. you know, I think you still, there were parts of it you liked, but you started to right. see all the cracks. Right. Um, but it was hard for me. And honestly, one of the only reasons I think your mom and I were okay with supporting you in it was because we knew that you were strong enough. Whereas I think somebody who emotionally and mentally didn't have the strength that you do would have really been messed up bad by that environment. Yeah, 
totally. And I saw it with, especially as I was like in my last year about to graduate and I was really sick of it and really wanted to leave. Um, I saw it in so many of these other girls where I was like, they're looking at themselves in the mirror and they're trying to like suck in their like stomachs and you can just see them looking at themselves and like hating all these specific parts of their body. And I see them like bringing snacks in between classes, like dance classes. And it's like half of a protein bar and that's their dinner. Like, like all this stuff that would happen. I was just grateful that I never really let it get to my head because I always kind of felt detached in a way. Like I was like, well, I know I'm not doing this my whole life and I know I'm not going to do this professionally. So I could kind of be detached from it, but that's not the case for so many of those other girls. And so that like, it still messed with my head, like with my self-esteem and my body. And I never really like watched what I ate, but I always felt guilty and felt like I should like everyone else is watching what they're eating. Why am I not? You know, but I just ate when I was hungry (laughs) (laughs) and that's what you should do, especially as like a 16 year old girl. (laughs) And the sad thing for so many of those girls that that we would see and how do I how do I put this I it it fosters that kind of environment if you let it create such an unhealthy relationship with food and like you said with people's own bodies and mm-hmm. and the truth of the matter is very few if any of those girls who were who who were kind of buying into this mindset are going to dance professionally mm-hmm. but they're messing themselves up in the hopes that that happens right and it's really it's really sad and it was again i i loved going and i loved watching you dance but i had a really hard time with the rest of it yeah. Because I could see these toxic attitudes, not just about body and diet, though, too. I mean, there were so many toxic <laughs> attitudes. That... Just about everything. We could do it a whole separate podcast episode, maybe a series of episodes. I was just going to say, it could be more than one. Of my journey in dance and the type of shit that I put up with uh-huh. and you guys watched me put up with like oh it was so ridiculous uh-huh. but like by the end of it it was and again I say I was a little bit detached with it so it didn't affect me as much but like it still affected me like I sure. would we would have costume fittings and if like I had a tutu that couldn't fit over my hips I was like damn it, look like I, looks like I'm not eating for the rest of the week. Like, right. looks like I probably shouldn't eat for the rest of the week. I got to fit in this tutu. Or, wow, it looks like I have this fat, like, up here in different places. Well, I have to get rid of that before the performance. Like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Which, like, these tutus are built for people who are, like, half my size. <laughs> like, anyway. So, once that, I was really, really sick of that, and... I still wanted to stay active when I graduated, but I specifically, like, I really wanted to work out in a way that was exactly how I wanted to. Like, it wasn't controlled by anything else. It was just me figuring out what I like to do, how I like to exercise, and basically to fix my self-esteem issues (laughs) about my body. And so I know, like, 
we've always had really good equipment in the basement. Obviously, we've had a lot, you've had a lot of renovations in the last like year and a half, but <laughs> since we had like the bench press and and weights and stuff like that and barbells or dumbbells, I mean, um, in the basement, I was like, okay, maybe this will be an easy, this will be an easy transition. So once I graduated and I didn't, I wasn't dancing anymore, I was like, let me try this because you had the app FitBod. Yeah, I think I started using it. To me. I think I started using it during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think that was when I started using it. I'd yeah. heard about it on a, a podcast or two that I listened to. They were sponsors. Uh, speaking of, hey, FitBod, you know, <laughs> just <Please> saying, <laughs> look, look, we're gonna say good things about you because we are both fairly avid users. And when I say fairly avid, I would say I use it most weeks, six days a week. Sometimes mm-hmm. if I'm really having a rough week, it might only be three. I mean, I'll be four or five, but it's always at least four days a week that I lift. Absolutely. Me as well. <laughs> at least four. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I had started using it. And for me, look, I've done a whole bunch of stuff. I've made up my own programs. I've bought programs from online coaches. I've you know, I, I did a conditioning class and I've done weights in like high school. And I think I did something maybe in college. I, I don't remember. It was a long, long time ago. <laughs> but uh, I've always liked lifting weights because there's just something primal about picking up something heavy and moving it. And you're like, exactly. heck yeah, I did that. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I had heard about FitBod and I went ahead and tried it. And it was just pretty much perfect because I could put in some time at the beginning and say, here's the equipment I have available to me. Here are my goals. Here's how often I want to work out. Here's how long I want to work out each time. Here's how I want to split it. And you know, you can, people talk about a split. So you can either work total body, upper body, lower body, do everything, or you can kind of break it up into different muscle groups and you could do whatever you wanted. And then you just basically hit go. And each day, based on all that information that you've put in, so you put in a little bit of work, maybe 20 minutes of work up front. And now you never have to think about it again. Mm-hmm. You open up FitBod and it's just like, boom, it's leg day, sucker. Here's what you're doing. Here you and go. then like, yep. that was leg day for me today. So tomorrow it's like, it's push day. I'm like, all right, let's do it. And, uh, you know, I, I, and it has good videos that show you how to do each exercise from different angles and descriptions. So it's, and it varies things enough and it has all sorts of lifts. I mean, this morning I was doing power cleans and presses, which, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not like, I mean, that's a a more advanced lift that requires more. And so it's not like it's just you know, my, my baby's first weightlifting app, it's got everything in there. And, but it's also very approachable because one of the most overwhelming things when you go to lift weights is, well, what is, is all the programming? What exercises should I do? How many sets, how many reps, how much weight? And you just let the app take care of all that. And it tells you what exercises and it mixes them up so that you're making sure you're kind of getting well-rounded. You're not just doing, you know, it's not just bench press, it's bench press. And then it's incline bench and it's dumbbell bench and it's narrow grip bench. And it's, 
you know, all of these different things to make sure you're hitting, you're effectively working the, you know, the, the entire muscle group and stuff. And I'm sure that there are people out there who are like, oh, well, it's, it's not ideal because of blah, blah, blah. It's not optimal to do this. You know, and you know what I'm going (laughs) to say to those people? Be like, cool, shove it. Just (laughs) shove it. Because, because it has been such, uh, again, like it is to the point where some days, not every day, maybe not when I know it's leg day the next day, but I will at some point during the day, I'm like, oh, cool. What do I get to do tomorrow morning? And I'll pop open Fitbot and I'll look at my next workout because I'm excited. I'm like, awesome. Right. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I had been using it for a while and I think you approached me and you, you kind of said something about, hey, dad, I kind of want to lift weights. And mm-hmm. I was like, look, just do this. Just get Fitbot, yeah. go for it, do it. Price-wise, it is such an incredibly good deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the price has gone up. I've been using it long enough that I'm still locked in because I keep renewing my subscription. I'm locked uh-huh. in at fifty nine ninety nine a year. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's maybe up to seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, and it's easy for somebody to look at that and go, "Ooh, eighty dollars for an in app purchase for a year." And I'm like, "Try and go get a single personal training session at a gym for less than eighty dollars once, right, exactly, and then come back and let's talk." Right. Yeah, and I started using that, and and I've kind of used it in a bit of a different way now, just because I've found what I really enjoy about lifting weights and stuff. But it it was a such a good way for me to get into it for like the first year. Like the first year, I was like, it just makes it so easy. You wake up, you just open it, and you do it, and it it tracks like your maxes. It tracks. It tracks, like, everything so you can see your progress with each move, with, like, what the volume is that you're doing and everything. And it was just really, really great. So once I got to college, I was like, sweet, I got a free membership at the gym because I'm a student. So here we go. (laughs) And my gym is huge and super nice. And I have so many different machines and tons of benches, a huge free weight section, like a million squat racks as like four levels. Like it was great. It's great. And there's so many cardio machines as well. And so everything was really, really great. And now I'm, I've been going consistently and for enough time that I've kind of changed the way that I lift, but I mean, I don't care if it's optimal or not because it's working for me because I'm jacked now. So clearly something's working. (laughs) (laughs) But so I, now I mostly use FitBod for tracking how much reps and weight I've done previous because you can go down to little achievements tab in Uh each move and like, you know, see how much weight for how many reps you've done previously for that move. So I've like, I programmed something myself in the spreadsheet. So I do the same split in a week and I just progressively overload so I just do like my range since I want to have big muscles (laughs) is more in like the 7 to 12 range sometimes a 6 to 10 depends on the move depends on my mood for the day yeah (laughs) um and I'll just like add I'll see what I did the week before and go up a rep and once I've hit like 10 or 12 reps or something then I'll add weight and then keep doing that until I've gotten until 11 or 12 nice. reps or something and I just keep going like that and that's been really nice for me because Fitbot can track everything really really well 
And it's super easy because I've created the workouts that I made in my spreadsheet in FitBod. And then you can just click on it and then it, you can have saved workouts. Mm-hmm. So then every day I can just click on, boop, this is what we're doing for the day. And it has everything pulled up. It has everything I did last week. It knows exactly what I need to do this week, like in terms of reps and weight and everything. And it's delightful. I That's love awesome. it. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And I've kind of changed um, my like sleeping schedule this semester. So... I, instead of going to bed in like the midnight hour, getting up at like nine and then rolling out of bed and going to class and going to the gym <laughs> later, <laughs> now I go to bed in the 10 o'clock hour, literally like 10, 15 if possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I get up at 7, 15 and go to the gym every day, like earlier. And it's been so great for like my energy levels and I don't crash like in the middle of the afternoon and yeah. I get to start my day really great because I'm excited to go to the gym every morning. Like I get to pick my little gym outfit and then I go drive to the gym and then, you know, get to have my pre-workout, which tastes gross, but you know, whatever <laughs> <laughs> you, you do what you do. Speaking and, of pre-workout, I, I'm just uh-huh. going to say I, I ordered some, a new pre-workout from Caged. I like their stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I tried it this morning. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to get this kind again. I might have just been like, hmm, I'm going to try their pre-caged extreme. Ooh. Needless to say, 388 milligrams of caffeine later, I was like, hmm, that might be a bit <gasps> much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine, I have a couple pre-workouts. One of them's like 275, and then another one's like 225. 225 is the one that I usually do every day. And then if I'm, if it's a leg day, I do the other one. That's my caffeine because you you just gotta, but it's been, it like has solved, of course, over like a long period of time, but it has fixed the way I look at my body and the way that I feel in my body physically and like my mental image and self-esteem, everything has just been so much better that's then, awesome. And my relationship with food has been so much better than it ever was when I was dancing. Ever. Yeah. Like that's I great. couldn't have ever imagined. <laughs> and I don't like pay I don't track my food. I eat when I'm hungry sure. still. <laughs> um but I look like I could beat anyone up and I usually lift more than anyone else at the gym. So <laughs> I think my goals have paid off. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, we've talked about this for a long time. Do you have any other, what other things you've been doing to keep you sane? Um, music. I listen to a lot of music. Absolutely. And um, as an aside, I've started kind of a new music podcast. Uh, and in in preparation to kind of kick that off, I wanted to go through and look at the kind of my 25 favorite albums of 2022. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And when it boiled right down to it, 10 out of those 25 were all death metal. (laughs) And that's interesting to me because death metal, like I would say, when I think about my favorite metal genres, Uh I would say, okay, post-metal number one, Uh thrash metal, doom metal, progressive metal, uh, a couple others like would be like, you know, I'd say that's like my top five. Death metal is kind of maybe close to five, but mm-hmm. but again, the fact that ten out of twenty five albums were like death metal related. <laughs> I've talked to Eden on on the uh, my, our other podcast, The Middle of Culture, a little bit, and 
I think that it's because 2022 was in a, a number of different ways, spectacularly awful. Yeah. And just the brutal, the brutality, the, the filthiness, the, the, the death metal brings to the table just kind of has clicked with me lately where I'm like, okay, I've got some stuff inside me that needs to go away. So I'm going to just listen to Immolation's album Acts of God and it's just going to be <laughs> brutal and it's going to destroy everything. And that's what I need. So a lot of music. Um, it's been fun to get back to concerts again in the last year or so. And then I think the other big thing, honestly, that has that surprises me how important a part of my life this has become and that is playing Dungeons and Dragons with a group of dudes. Um, yeah. You know, we've been playing for almost a year now. We get together almost every week. We've probably, in the last year, we've probably missed less than six or seven weeks um, that wow. we haven't played. And it's a group of, you know, I work with these guys at the hospital. It's a couple OR nurses. It's a couple CRNAs and then an anesthesiologist. And, um, it has been, uh, it has been really amazing to have this group of friends who reliably were getting together pretty much once a week for, you know, three, sometimes more hours and, and playing Dungeons and Dragons and, and talking and, uh, just, you know, it, it's been, uh, it, it's been really a significant, um, a boon for my sanity. Totally. So what about you? Yeah, no, I mean, I was going to say music as well for me. I, <laughs> I have both Apple music and Spotify. Cause Hayden, my boyfriend got me Spotify last year. And just cause we have like me, my roommate, him, and then his brother have like a little family just cause I wanted to see my Spotify wrapped, and that's why I forgot. Hey, that's totally fair. <laughs> Apple Music needs to like pull their head out of their butts and figure out how to make something like I don't. Apple Music replay this year was different than previous years, but it still yeah. is just nowhere near as good. No, yeah, and Spotify. I I saw this thing that was like if you listen to I can't remember the number more than six hours of music a day on Spotify, you're charging them more They char more than they charge you. And since I don't like big companies ever... Um, <laughs> so you're I trying to stick it to the man. Try to stick it to the... Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, me and my roommate, we always have music playing in our house. Our house is very small, so if someone is playing music, everyone can hear it. And I listen to music at the gym. I listen to music, I mean, all the time, at work, like whenever I can... And it's, it's, I love music. My favorite artist probably for the last four years now has been The Weeknd. Okay. Um, he's been my number one. Love him. My favorite album of his is After Hours. It came out, uh, like a week before the pandemic shut everything down. <laughs> and so it that album got me through sometimes it's i never skip there is no, not a skip on that album um i've been loving SZA as well love her don't know if that's how you say her name but i love it <laughs> i don't know i wouldn't know so <laughs> um yeah music for sure um and you know reading is also another thing that i 
do to keep myself sane because there's not like a ton of time that I have to sit at home and not do anything (laughs) but when I do it's reading because I mean I love I have my favorite series that I just reread over and over again because they're my comfort series (laughs) and you've introduced me to some Brandon Sanderson books that I've been reading and I'll probably be rereading here soon um yeah anything else for you Um, you know, definitely I'm with you on the reading. Um, I've also been writing and trying to write a little bit more, uh, whether it's about music, whether it's just writing, uh, you know, I, I wrote a book last year. Yeah. I was going to say, are you working on that still like revising? I have not started revisions yet. I finished Mm -hmm. it on the, on the 31st of December and I swore that I would not cast my eyes upon it the entire month of January. Fair enough. Why is that? Because I'm sick of it. I needed a break from it. (laughs) That's so fair. And I needed some distance so that I can go back to it and figure out which parts are actually decent and cut out the parts that are crap, which I think is going to be a lot of it, but that's okay. (laughs) I wasn't looking for quality here. I was just looking for, can I actually do it? And I did. Yeah, Um, that's awesome. But no, you know, other than that, occasionally watching some streaming TV show type stuff, usually with, uh, with your youngest brother, mm-hmm. we, we try and find something that we can watch, uh, together once a week or so. Uh, we don't have anything right now. We kind of want to start Andor. I don't know if emotionally I'm ready for a heavy show like that. Cause again, yeah. you know, not, not, in a, not in a super great place right now, but that's okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, but I think that's about it. That's really about all there's time for. I mean, yeah. You know, for me to, to, if I'm going to reliably lift, I, it's going to happen at 4.30 in the morning, which kind of sucks when... It's it's so crazy when I see your notifications on my Apple Watch. I've just gotten up for the day, and I think I'm early. It's 7.05, and I get Peter Jones just finished both workouts because I just put on my watch for the day and uh-huh. turned off sleep, and it says an hour or two ago you'd finished both workouts, uh-huh. and I'm like, you're crazy. That's the only way it can happen, Aubrey. Like really and truly, like at 9.30, I'm like, I got to go to bed. I don't fall right to sleep, but, you know, I try and fall asleep as fast as I can. And then 4 o'clock is when my alarm goes off. This morning I woke up on my own at 3.30. Jeez. Which is stupid. Yeah, that's crazy. The earliest I have to wake up is for work, which is at 5.15. But the other day... Because I have both shifts, I clerk and I'm on the floor sometimes. So when I'm, uh, I have a clerk shift, I don't start till 8. Nice. And if it's during the week, the gym opens at 6. So the other day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym right when it opens at Perfect. 6. And I did. And it, it, I thought I would hate it because I hate getting up that early. But I actually loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I actually could get up and get ready for the day and eat a good breakfast and then go to work and not feel like I've just woken up because sometimes like when I show up for work at eight, the charge nurse is about to go to bed control. Everyone else has already been there for an hour or two. So if things are crazy, it's already crazy when you get there at eight and then you're just thrown into everything that the clerks have to do at eight. And you're like, like there's been so many times where I've rolled up at eight and there's already been a rapid response. Someone's already had a sepsis alert or so, or there's already been a code. And I'm like, wow, that was quick. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) 
Yeah, that I I am proud of you for finding the things to keep yourself sane, even in this very crazy, you know, time of life. So yeah. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm proud of you too. We, we I mean, that's it's all we can do is we got to do it, and and uh, yeah, I think that. I guess that's the most important thing I'd say is, you know, take time to find things, even if they mm-hmm. seem a little scary, you know, starting yeah. doing something like lifting weights can be a little intimidating. It can be a little scary, um, you know, interacting with human beings on a regular basis. That's not we're related scary. to work is terrifying <laughs> for me. It's very scary. <laughs> and so, so like going and actually playing Dungeons and Dragons and, I've gotten to the point where I don't have to do breathing exercises in the car before I get out anymore. I used to have to. Now I can just go there and I can get out and I can walk right in. It's incredible. It's growth. It's growth. I love it. It is growth. I love it. Well, thanks everybody for listening. I'm excited for where we're going to take this new podcast, meaning wherever we want. That's exactly right. (laughs) Heck yeah. And uh, else? no, I think we'll we're a little late this month, but we'll try and you know kind of be on a regular at least once a month schedule and mm-hmm. go yeah. from there. And uh, hopefully we'll you know keep surviving and maybe even do a little thriving through the rest of this winter. <laughs> I don't know what it's like down there where you are. It has been freaking cold up here for the last oh yeah uh, couple weeks, so I'm tired yep. of it. I don't mind the 20s. dark at night and stuff, but man the. Walking outside and it's, you know, seven degrees, 10 degrees. I'm like, eh, I'm done with it. Yeah, I agree. All right. Okay, well, until next time, Aubrey, it's good to talk to you. And we appreciate everybody who's listening. Uh, Please uh, leave us a review, share it with others. If you haven't subscribed, just go ahead and subscribe. Then it just shows up whenever it gets posted, like magic. And everybody wants magic. Until next time, thanks again, Aubrey. See ya. Thank you.